Every Man Podcast. Every man. Oh, every man. How you doing, Daryl Campbell, my brother? Man, I'm doing good, man. As long as I got my brother Jay, I'm a okay, man. Rocking a and okay, rolling here at the Every Man Podcast. <laughs> another week, another beautiful opportunity to podcast and uh, connect with the every man and the every woman out there. It's a gift. Absolutely, it's a gift. Yeah, and. Um, before we get into some stuff here, I was taking a look at uh, at the, where our listeners are, mm-hmm. and I wanted to give a few shout outs to some uh, some special areas that really amazes me that uh, our podcast has has reached them, and uh, I want to thank them uh, for listening to us, of course, and uh, for engaging with us online. And, thank you. Uh, invite you guys to join in uh, on the conversation on our Discord channel. Um, if, if you go to our Twitter page at Podcast Everyman, the Discord is pinned at the top. Uh, it's a top tweet. Click right on there, and you will be uh, invited right into our Discord, where we can all chat and get to know each other. Um, so, first of all, Pakistan. Shout out to Pakistan for uh, checking out the Everyman <laughs> podcast. Uh that's pretty awesome that we made it that far. Egypt, um, I'd like to think that uh, whoever was listening was listening to our podcast at the foot of uh, you know the Great Pyramid. That would be sick. Um, mm-hmm. In my head, that's what was happening. Uh, Japan, of course, huge, huge uh, cultural influence for me. Japan, I, I'm very fascinated by uh, their art style and their culture and their history. Um, and it's uh, it's an honor to be heard by so many people. Uh, in Japan, so thank you for that. India, shout out to my Indian friends. Mm-hmm. You guys are killing it out there. I know you guys are thank enjoying you. the Everman podcast, which uh, is also surprising to me because I don't. I just would love to know which part of the Everman podcast you guys are enjoying, so that way yeah, we which can. Which one you're digging? That that way we can deliver more of it to our Indian fans. Uh, Bulgaria, happy Rusev Day to you. Okay. Uh, Hong Kong, again, wow, we made it far, almost completely around the globe. Pretty yeah, incredible, baby. pretty incredible. Uh, Brazil as well, come on, viva. That's all I got to say it. about that, you gotta know what I mean? And, and of course, uh, we, we, we've got some listeners in Italy, um, so shout out to my people, my people in Italy uh, that are still there, the vigils that never left the good country. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we've uh, of course we you know people all over the all over the world have been tuning into the podcast, which for us is just it's really cool. We were talking about it before we started recording, and you know we we love this opportunity to uh, share our stories and share other people's stories of success uh, with everyone and get to know each other, and we can all create this environment where we can all build each other up. That's what this whole thing is all about. That's what the Everyman sure. Podcast is all about, and. Uh, there's one city in Texas that is popping for the Everyman podcast, Mr. Campbell. I love that word. That's Pop- a great word. Popping. Poppin'. Yeah. Let's just do that. You can use it for anything. <laughs> it's really popping in Round Rock, Texas. Okay. Poppin'. So Round Rock, I know you're listening. Hit me up. Shoot me an email. I'm going to send you a t-shirt because you're clearly an Everyman or every woman. There you go. That being said, Mr. Campbell, mm-hmm. what's happening? All right. 
before we before we go into the what's happening, I gotta give some shout outs to Canada, bro. You oh know, yeah, used to, used to used to take a spin out that way in Montreal. That's right, playing for the Alouettes. You know what I'm saying? Old history there. They used to call me Kimbo. <laughs> Kimbo, <laughs> Kimbo. They that well back in the day, brother Jay used to have. I I like to call it the face fro. Yeah, it, it went over the top of my head and connected with the, my beard, and it was just a a massive uh, visage of hair. It was it was, it was great. Wow. But uh, I looked like Kimbo Slice for a while. Yeah. There. I was about 370 pounds. Of just uh, uh, laying waste to to men out there, so laying waste um, yeah, to other yeah. Canadian football players. Oh, just just destroying them. Um, and it was great because we won a great cup. Uh, That's right, and it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, shout out to oh, nice. shout out to our Canadian friends. You know, we, we love we love Canada. We love your maple syrup. Um, we love your hockey, mm-hmm. and most of all, we love your Canadian football. And we love you. Yeah, we love you and all. we love you. That's it. One of these days, I'm um, gonna I'm gonna get a passport, and I'm gonna get on the other side of uh, the border and check out Niagara Falls from your side. There you go. It's on my list, Canada. I'm coming for you. <laughs> coming, coming. So, uh, but what's happening? What's happening in your world? Where you been? What's going on? Well, I just got back from um, the Denver Broncos. Had an awesome, awesome interview with. Uh, uh, Vic Fangio, new head coach uh, for the Denver Broncos. Awesome, awesome guy. And, um, you know, I think he's going to really take uh, their organization to the next level uh, with his uh, influence and his style of coaching and, and uh, team building. You know what I mean? So that was cool. Got back in yesterday. A nice, quick three-day everyman trip. That's right. And, uh, you know, like like always, Brother Jay, this is how we work. This is how every men are. We're 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 working. We're slaying dragons while we're uh, pumping out the positivity and that's right. uh, you know, every day, time, every way, <laughs> every day. That's it. It's the only way we know how. Yeah, I too, uh, I too have been on the road. Um, <clears throat> my new job has kind of had me uh, had me on the road doing some uh, doing some everyman stuff, which is great. And uh, been been traveling up and down the East Coast. And next week I'll be I'll be podcasting. Um, you know, late night from the road and uh, not obviously not while driving because that's unsafe. Uh, I will it be is. podcasting from a hotel like, like uh, Daryl has many times. So uh, we're both living the dream and living the, the everyman lifestyle, working, grinding and still uh, chasing our dream and chasing our goals. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it's all about. Loving it. Loving it. Loving it. Just like McDonald's. <laughs> you know, every now and then I don't mind, like, I don't mind a Big Mac or like, yeah, yeah I, like it's like the fast sesame food. Sesame seed bun. That's you what like that? <laughs> Sesame seed bun. Like yeah. You like that? Slow down. Yeah. I like that. Um, that's, yeah. Every now and then, you know, you have, a, have a few beverages, you know, you order a little McDonald's to liver cause mm-hmm. you don't drink and drive. And, uh, you know, cause now you can do that with all the various apps, which is pretty sick. But yeah, every now and then a late night. You know, I'm up shredding on Mortal Kombat, and uh, maybe I need a Big Mac, and Ooh. I'm into it. Or so, a large mocha frappe. Have you had one of those? You know what? I, I haven't. I'm not usually a, f- a coffee guy uh, no. at, at, at McDonald's. Well, just because when I'm there, I'm in a burger mood, and I I just feel weird about burger and coffee. I don't know. I feel like Come it's a bad. I think it's a bad idea for me. Come to the dark side with me, Jay. 
Yeah, you doing you doing you doing coffees and burgers? No problem. Well, I I am a bundle box two ten piece nugget two cheeseburger two <laughs> oh my Big God. Mac. Yeah, washing it down with two healthy large fries and a large mocha frappe. Get frothy with me, Jay. Wow. Is Get that frothy. that's incredible? Yeah, it I is. definitely. You know what? Next field trip, we're going. Uh, we're going to McDonald's. Yeah, getting ourselves a couple of frappes <laughs> and eight Big Macs. You have to have to have sustainable, sustainable um, uh, food sources, my friend. Yeah, energy for the long haul, and mm-hmm. uh, the long haul is is what we're on. And uh, I wanted to tell you about an accomplishment I had uh, with uh, I shared with my girlfriend over the last week, uh, which is um, in Mortal Kombat. So Mortal Kombat 11, uh, I'm in a bit of a phase with it right now, kind of hooked on it, uh, as I as I tend to get hooked on games. And um, there's a feature in it now. It's called Towers of Time, where there are these rotating challenge towers of all the characters, and you have to. You know, Sweet. you have to beat all the characters. There's time limits. Then there's bonus, like, uh, you know, environmental things where, like, it's raining blood or, like, acid mm-hmm. bubbles pick you up or whatever. You know, uh, there's a guy the guy that farts and it makes a poison glass and stuns you. It's pretty funny. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's great. So we noticed, um, actually, the day that you were uh, over to do the last podcast that uh, we were, like, 32%. It gives you like an estimation of where you are finishing in the in the weekly challenge. Sweet. So we were like, let's see how high we can get. We made it all the way to the top four point one percent, top fifteen thousand players worldwide of Mortal Kombat in the world in our high score. So I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, that's some really every that's some everyman shit, and uh, it is. I'm into it, <clears throat> and it's uh you know just uh, ties on the thread of uh, Mortal Kombat. That we've been into lately, so wanted to share that's big, big excitement, big excitement. So that's like an instant loss if you're on the other end for those wanting to play my man Jay. Like you're just gonna get thrashed. Well, I mean, I definitely rack up L's. I mean, I can't say that I'm not uh, taking losses, but if the, I've gotten quite, uh, I've gotten quite good with uh, Johnny Cage, and mm-hmm. uh, he's got a mime outfit which just just cracks me right up. So I like to use that. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Luke, Luke Hang has a Bruce Lee outfit, which is pretty sick. He also has a Goku outfit, which is, I know would be, nice. that would be your item. Uh, but yeah, yeah you know, it. every man has got to, has got to get the game on. So, mm-hmm. uh, not at all uh, ashamed of it. Um, so both Daryl and I had an opportunity to, uh, catch a flick over the, uh, course of the week. <laughs> It's uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So we both we both saw it. We wanted to talk about it because we were both huge Godzilla fans. So, oh, yeah. Daryl, I'd like to give you the uh, the lead here on the Godzilla. So tell us what you thought about Godzilla. Okay, so I'm we're probably going to dive deep in the whole granular nature of. Oh, we're going to dive our, deep. Our, oh yeah, we're we're going deep. We're going to get our kaiju on as it were. Um, but what did I think about the movie? I thought the movie was good. I thought it was, I thought it looked pretty awesome. I thought the, you know, um, the CG was good. I thought Godzilla himself, they, they never disappoint. He was an utter beast. Um, 
looking he was he was he was an utter beast but there were some points and we talked about this brother jay there were some points in there where you know they, they, they kind of bitched my man godzilla up it, it wasn't it wasn't the way that i remember when i was a kid where godzilla was op he's as soon as he hit the scene godzilla's gonna kill us all and stomp us and eradicate us with radiation radiation and waves of cosmic energy coming from his his mouth and they they, they kind of neutered my man in the power up department as i knew him classically so yeah it was interesting I'm a little torn. A little torn. i'm a little torn as well so i too enjoyed uh the, i overall i enjoyed the experience um, I went with my dad and my brother, which is a rare opportunity. Uh, you know, as everybody gets older, everybody goes and has their own things going on. Uh, so that was great. And because uh, going to movies is something we always we've always done growing up. So that was great. Um, I enjoyed the movie in the sense that it was a fun action flick. But like you're saying, they as a, as a pro wrestling fan, I tend to look at everything through the lens of pro wrestling storytelling, because once you see that pattern in there, you kind of pick it up in like every other form of entertainment, including, you know, politics and the real world and stuff. Cause everybody's working some sort of gimmick. <clears throat> oh, yeah. The thing that was weird about this Godzilla movie, and I don't, and I don't mean that it was bad <clears throat> is that they made Godzilla like an underdog, even though he's a 300 foot tall radioactive fire breathing lizard dragon god king yeah and i don't understand you know why you need to garner sympathy for that character like by making him get beat down by this guy or so and so you know spoiler alert we're not gonna give any spoilers but if you don't want to hear anything about the story you know now would be a good time to skip ahead yep that being said godzilla doesn't need people he doesn't need like the whole point is for him to equalize the world and yeah. and be the the kind of the impartial judge and executioner in a sense of where he's knocking things down just because he wants to and he'll squish these people and like he doesn't care if you're a good guy or a bad guy he'll squish you mm -hmm. and part of the fun of the Toho classics that I grew up watching with my dad is that they were just monster movies and they didn't have to like cram a human story into it because the movies were about the monsters, the kaiju and not about the humans in it. They made this way too much about the humans involved in Godzilla's story, I think. Right. And like, I would have liked, cause when I saw Godzilla King of the monsters, I was kind of hoping and expecting it to be just straight Godzilla fighting things. But I realized that for, a major, you know, studio film, they can't really cater it towards hardcore nerds. But at the same sense, why make a movie like Godzilla and call it King of the Monsters if half of it's going to be about this, you know, individual's vendetta? And and not to mention, it was very similar to Jurassic World, like where this idea of, the, you know, the humans are the, are the source of the issue and I've got to unleash, oh, yeah. I've got to unleash these beasts to you know equalize it and it's their plan and it's like i understand Ugh. i get it but like it's played out and it's like a very yeah. it's it's a very low hanging storytelling device in my opinion no and, you have the right opinion brother and i wish they would have just made it a monster movie just godzilla sh and and if you're going to do that 
Godzilla should squish the bad people. There was not a single squishing of evil. No. No. I mean, there was in a sense, but not what we're talking about here. So, again, I definitely recommend the movie, especially if you you grew up a Godzilla fan. You know, like, I loved... When I was a kid, I still remember going to see that Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick in the theater. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal because my dad's a huge Godzilla fan and I'm, you know, I'm into it. And, you know, I loved that movie as a kid. I still love it. When I'll watch it anytime it's on. I remember going to see Godzilla 2000, which was the Toho produced, you know, that mm-hmm. was over here in the theaters. I saw that. I'm I'm way into Godzilla. And I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, it was better when I was a kid. It's not. Yeah. The, it's just that there are some areas where it was a little weird here. And shout out to... You know, Bradley Whitford, who played like the snarky tech guy. It's oh, al- yeah. It's always great to see the legendary bad guy from Billy Madison in the mix. <laughs> um, you know, he, he got all his little snarky one liners and he was I enjoyed. I definitely enjoyed him. Now, that brings me to Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, dude. So in this Godzilla, Godzilla over the years has gotten much larger. Yeah. He is like 300 feet tall now. King Kong in Skull Island is like a hundred feet. Yep. I don't really know. Speaking of underdogs, we've just seen Godzilla have a hard time beating these monsters that are equal size. So I guess in this storyline, that's what they're trying to say. But I don't really understand the physics of how a hundred foot super gorilla is going to take down this, you know, 300 foot tall fire breathing radioactive God King lizard. So yeah. if you're, how do you, if you're King Kong, how do you approach, you know, utilizing your, your professional football training and knowledge and defensive skill set <laughs> and large athletic frame? How would you approach that sort of fight? Brother Jay, it's, it's, that's a, that's a hard road to hoe, man. Like you got to think about it, man. I'm, I'm a 100 foot, you know, massive, uh, super strong ape agile creature but there's a 300 foot ever evolving mound of radioactive propulsion that continually adapts whenever he's met with any adversity like there isn't a problem that he naturally can't adapt to and 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 fix and destroy because he's so radioactive. I, I yeah, that's just like, bro. He'll he'll but he'll like he if if he if he if like you were saying earlier if he queefs if he farts in the direction of fucking God of any bro, organic I mean, life of, form of of, of 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 King Kong, bro. He's gonna melt his face off. That's <laughs> just I and just last time I checked. Fur burns, bro. Like, yeah. it's just how it goes. So I don't understand. Again, this is a 100-foot-tall gorilla that was nearly taken down by a couple of photographers with flashbulbs and yeah. uh, bolt-action rifles and, you know, uh, a barge with some chains versus a fucking god lizard. I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Not going to happen at all. Not at all. But I'll still be there. I'm going to watch it. 2021 or whatever comes out, we'll be there. Every man will be there. It can't be a story, though, man. Like, like, here's the thing. Like, 
They're gonna have we'll to even there. out the. They're gonna have to like. I, I predict maybe Kong will get he, some sort well, he of grows or something, right? Maybe. Yeah, he's, he's gonna maybe he's gonna get radioactive. You know, the same shit that Godzilla got, and then right. become equal size. Then you have you know these two super, you know, kind of kind of good guy, kind of bad guy characters. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: that's that. Their motivations are not the same. Not at all. King not Kong all. is trying to get the girl. Yeah. He ha- protect he's, people on his the, island. He's, that's it, bro. He's trying to protect the people on his island and get the girl that's he's never seen before that right. all for whatever reason he really wants Naomi Watts or whoever they put in there next. He really wants yep. that chick. That's why he's rampaging shit because they take his girlfriend and they fuck up his yep. house. Godzilla just fucks things up. That's it. So, like, what is Godzilla gonna kidnap King Kong's girlfriend? Let's let's just talk. <laughs> and what about this? Doesn't King didn't King Kong happen in like the 30s and Godzilla's like current day? Yeah. How is but that, that gonna that, happen? That I don't know how they're gonna cross pollinate that and make it work, but <laughs> they'll figure out something in Hollywood. But then we gotta talk about this. So Godzilla's just you know sliding across the world. Looking for people that are... Here's the thing. Godzilla's path of destruction is the whole fucking planet, man. It's the whole planet. Because he can go through wormholes inside the core of the planet. Bro, and he's literally... His only motivation is... (laughs) This is so cool. His only motivation is there better not be another monster in the vicinity. Otherwise, I'm whooping his ass. That's his motivation. What? Is that what am I sensing? Oh, a tiny gorilla, <laughs> a little, a, gri- oh, a big know. monkey. Yeah, let me just go oh. fuck him up real quick. Like, come on, like, yeah. there's no, <laughs> not gonna happen. What are we doing, dude? King Ghidorah. Like, here's the thing. God, spoiler alert. You already know if you've seen the trailer, what's good, what's good. They're gonna fight. You know that King Ghidorah and and Godzilla are gonna fight. But the premise behind it is, oh, there's another alpha. No, I'm the shit. I'm Godzilla. I'm gonna go take care of that. That's Godzilla, man. That is Godzilla in a nutshell. There's nothing else about it. Like, if there's a gorilla out out somewhere, you know, losing this to, to skull worms, like, come on, man. This is Godzilla. First off, he could torch the whole island and everybody's dead. Let's just let's get get that out right. I don't know now. why he doesn't just yeah, lead with that move, you know? Yeah. Torch the island, problem solved. Drag you to the I'm depths good. of the ocean, drag yeah. you to the core of the earth, because apparently he goes through Tunnels that go through the core of the earth, yeah, it's without a, melting. Let's just burn up the the island and those tunnels that that, that, that they got going on there. It's over. Th- these movies always portray our decision makers in a very poor light. If you look at them logically, and you're like, you military people are really like this cannot be the way our real world works. Though, if the, if you want us to believe that, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, the, uh, our military does would not be this incompetent against a fucking three hundred foot yeah. tall lizard. They would. They would launch that thing into space. I mean, they would have. You would be amazed at what technology would come out of the woodwork that the, our 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 uh, brave men and women would use to uh, destroy a three hundred foot lizard. And um, oh, for sure, yeah. So I mean, all that said, th- there was some things I really loved about it, and and one of the things was the Easter eggs and nods to kind of all the other things. And as I'm watching mm-hmm. the film, Zhang Ziyi's character, she was, uh, you know, the the, the wonderful uh, Chinese actress, and uh, she's the. Uh, one of the scientists in the, in the film and she mentions her, you know, it's in her family to study Mothra. 
and they show a picture of the Mothra twins from you know the original oh, yeah. films, and like they yeah. were like the Mothra, you know they did the little Mothra the Mothra thing, and I always loved that when I was a kid. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, Dad, look, he's a, you know. So that put, that was that that made me smile. So I really enjoyed that. Um, but the yeah, it was I mean it was a good time. It was, good. It was a good good summer action flick. So you know, every man yeah. approved, definitely go go check it out. And, uh, you know, drop a comment in the Discord or on Twitter. Let us know what you guys think about Godzilla because we were clearly highly engaged by it. And, uh, you know, that actually brings me to um, a close encounter of a near kaiju of my own, Daryl. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. So I'm on the phone um, the other night with with my man Phil, who uh, runs Phil Stock that's uh, coming up here in September. It's a wonderful... um, festival we music festival we do um that uh benefits uh the suicide prevention and also we donate thousands of pounds of food to uh local homeless shelters every year we've been doing it for awesome. years now we're talking about getting the show together doing all this stuff and i'm i kind of when i talk on the phone i'm like a walk and talk guy yeah, so when yeah, i do yeah. you're, you're always I, on the move yeah i'm always, always on the move when i when i do the podcast it's a little weird for me to to not be moving because i kind of want to yeah. you know i want to be on the move and uh, so I'm walking around the house, and I, I walk to the guest room uh, office, and I look out, and I see. So my neighbor is um, 99 years old. Okay, 99 years old, mm-hmm. and he's blind, and he's deaf, and he's 99. 99, bro. And he has a couple people that come all day, you know, and hang out with him, take care of him, and stuff. And, uh, so the, there's a little bit of overgrown things going on over there and I'm always kind of keeping an eye on it, seeing what's going on, see if I need to take Mm -hmm. care of anything or, you know, just stuff you do when you're a homeowner. So I'm on the phone, I look out the window and I think I see like a small kid crawling around cause it's like dusk, kind of shadowy. I think I see like a small kid crawling around the house, like trying to get into the house. And I'm like, right. What the fuck? Absolutely. What is going on right now? There's a small mm-hmm. humanoid small attempting to break into the 99-year-old, 99-year-old <laughs> deaf-blind guy's house. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, babe, come here. I call my girlfriend over. I'm like, look at this. What is this? You're not going to believe this. What is this thing? She's like, it looks like a raccoon. Sure enough, it shimmies up the, up the, the ceiling, like up the siding. And then, yeah. but dude, this thing was so big. It was like, I would say it's like 40 pounds. It was huge. Yeah. It was like, it looked like it could be equal, equal. Like, I wouldn't want it to get near roads. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Dude, this thing's hands. It's like ripping at the uh, the the roof shingles, right? Trying to get into this hole. It right. finally rips a hole into the roof. Climbs in there. And I'm like, this guy's going to get killed by a raccoon. You know, right. now I'm now I'm concerned for his health because this thing's probably right. there to fight. And I don't know if it's the mom because it's kind of heavy. You know, maybe it's got some babies in there. Yeah. So um, we're walking the dog, we talk to the neighbor, and sure enough, they've had this problem over there because they don't get upstairs. And, uh, you know, there's he's got a raccoon family living in the upstairs of their house. Wow. Yeah. And they're just like, like inside the house. Like well, inside. The apparently house? they got back in. Yeah. And like we don't live in like a in like a hillbilly area or anything. Like it's right. kind of weird that there's like raccoons living over there. You know, it's like a big kind yeah. of a deal. You know, I kind of want to 
tell the the news or something. Right. Um, you know, it's it's just uh, I find that to be like an interesting story. These these raccoons are living over there rent free with a blind deaf guy who's ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> it's time. It's time to be an American. It's time to r- 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 whip out some of those guns and you know. Yeah. Start 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 asking for him to play, start, play some rent, man. Start, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he needs to step he needs to step it up and get and demand some rent for his yeah, uh, for his property. Break He's, open some siding, man. You got to take some of these yeah. slugs, homie. And they're <laughs> they're gonna have to repair that roof, man. This thing was really going to town. And like, I mean, if this thing got amplified by radioactive waste, we'd all be fucked. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> I, I would honestly like. Godzilla is one thing because it's like a lizard. It was like a, right. a like a lizard is usually docile little guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're like usually pretty cool. For some reason he gets angry, you know, when he gets bigger. Raccoons are friggin' monsters when they're 20 pounds. Can you imagine yeah, what dude. they would be at like yeah, 40 tons? Dude, here's and yeah, that that and then too like just their demeanor, man. Like raccoons they would fuck you would up. Walk up on you and take your shit and walk away. Yeah, like they you couldn't care. do anything about it because they have hands like a little human yeah. and teeth like a uh, like a badger or something. They're just yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not big on uh, you know marmot type clawed creatures. Dude, I saw a video on Tumblr where there was like. 10 cats right just all eating from these bowls and and just doing their thing like and these were some sizable cats right and you know here comes a raccoon just rolling through the middle you know what i mean and, and all the cats like you know cats give you that look like fuck bro what look at doing? this asshole we're eating, we're eating, look at this guy and then and then the like raccoon goes ah and smacks one of the cats like backhands him takes his bowl of stuff and walks off like a human dude like on his back two legs like i wish you would start something this is my stuff. I'm like, no, man. Raccoons got to get bullets, bro. That's yeah, it. there's the a lot. Way. There's a lot of animals, and I always kind of say this, you know, when I when I see them with my girlfriend, like a praying mantis or, you know, a raccoon. Where I'm like, you know, if that thing was ten times the size, we'd really we'd be out there in the streets organizing with our neighbors to go hunt them because it'd be mm-hmm. a it'd be like a a health hazard. Like kids, kids would be dying regularly if raccoons were that big. Yeah. Well, think about the one that like shimmied into your neighbor's. You that know, could kill him. You know, house. Right? Look at its skill set. What if a baby was out there? Like like a like a oh, yeah. toddler just rolling around and it's fifty pound raccoons. Like, well, hey, what's going on? You go try and milk. rip a fucking <laughs> roof shingle off. You know what I mean? It's not that easy. Yeah. Barehanded. Yeah, These yeah. things are strong and they're tiny. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think maybe raccoons might be uh, an animal that maybe whatever governing body is in charge of it, they might want to take a look at it, maybe consider moving it from the protected column to the, you know, well, I, the other I column. Told you the story. So just yeah. the story of my buddy, my buddy Jesse had literally a, probably about the same size raccoon on the side of his house. Bro, bro the raccoon was like Spider-Man. Just hanging on the side of his house, <laughs> ripping up the siding, trying to get in. And my buddy Jesse's like, you know, his 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 wife Deb. He's like Deb. Like, there's a big like fifty pound raccoon. There's an alien trying to my roll, uh, my 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 home, trying to like rip. He's like, I'm not having it. Goes, you know, grabs the piece, like hangs out and just shoots him. Boom, boom. And you know what? The raccoon took it to the chest like he was wearing a bulletproof vest <laughs> and like still climbs back up 
<laughs> and like tries to he goes outside, reloads, and then he has to put him down. This is what I'm saying, man. Like they are a problem. Yeah. They're a problem. That's not something you should let near your home. And no, it's like dude. it's almost like dealing with Wolverine. It's like a real real Wolverine. Like it it's it's strong as fuck. It yeah. cannot be killed easily. No. And it kind of regenerates. It's a kaiju. It's a mini kaiju. Yeah, it's That's like what it is. it's like a desktop kaiju. Like if you put it on your desk, it would be Godzilla. Bro, so if avoid, you took, avoid raccoons if you can. If you took two shotgun rounds to the chest, brother Jay, oh. me or you, we're done. Like done. right then and there. One, right no, there. Not, not a raccoon though. Mm-hmm. Not a raccoon. I got more left in me. I'm coming in. Yeah. And this thing was spooky because you know it's like. The light was up against. I sent you the picture of it, and it's like, oh yeah, man. In, it's like a silhouette, like a like a werewolf, like Arr! you know, like it's up there, just kind of like, oh yeah, dude, kind of like gr- grinding away at the at the roof, trying to get in there and just get to that older gentleman. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, man, really. Yeah, he's blind. Think he it's can't cl- hear. He can't, oh, he can't hear me. He's he's screw deaf, him, man. He's deaf and blind. He can't screw him. <laughs> I'm gonna eat all his. Uh, all his multi multi gain Cheerios and his dude, I'm, all his, his multivitamins are mine. Yeah, those, they're mine. Those Belveda <laughs> breakfast, uh, th- he's gonna eat all those. Oh yeah, all of his vanilla wafers. All his prunes. Them. His prunes are done for. <laughs> I want his prunes, bro. <laughs> That's what that raccoon's oh, getting. Oh, his prunes and his cashews. Give me all the cashews. Oh now. yeah. Well, you know, he could send some of those my way as well. You know, I don't mind about that with the cashews. But, uh, but yeah, so that was uh, you know hardcore near near. De- I would I'm comfortable calling it a near death experience. I had I, with the right raccoon with the raccoon because it could have easily even though I was about 12 feet in a house uh, between me and it, I still feel as though the raccoon could have gotten to me after seeing it get into another house similar to ours. Okay, okay. I'm I think glad that's you fair. said that. I think that's fair. Glad you said that. So now, what, you know, what, what I'll be worried do? tonight. Well, I would have to go John Wick on it, you know, because, you know, in the middle <laughs> of the night, I hear an intruder breaking in, and if it's <laughs> if it's a 45-pound, you know, on the ground, it doesn't matter. You know, I I got to take, I got to just, I got to protect my house. So I got to protect my family here. So, yeah, you bro. know, can't, can't, can't be allowing that. So, uh, <laughs> you know. That's what's really going on in our in our world this this week is um, you know we wanted to thank everybody uh, for checking us out over the time here that we've been together and let you know that this isn't going anywhere we're we're going all the way with this and uh, we want you to grow with us so hit us up on the Discord hit us up on Twitter on Facebook uh, shoot me an email Justin at extractusmedia.com if you guys have any questions or notes or you know opinions on something that we said or you want to argue about something i'd love to argue with you uh let's do it just uh, shoot shoot me an email (laughs) (laughs) i will forward all hate mail uh, to daryl uh he he will deal with the hate mail yeah he's the kaiju (laughs) of the operation i I deal with the soft skills um that's it man yeah so uh so thank you to to everybody for checking us out thanks for being here this week um we've got uh couple of couple of cool interviews coming up some more football stuff some uh some more musicians some returning guests um i wanted to take an opportunity uh to also to thank our our guest last week mr zach rossi i think that was a big up zach a really cool interview zach was an awesome dude is an awesome dude and he's currently right now getting ready to hop on a plane and go to europe to uh you know work with the dream theater guys on their festival run which is very cool 
and uh, mm-hmm. we'll be catching up with him sometime in August when he's uh, off the road to hear all about uh, all about Europe in the summer. And uh, we've also got Mike Mangini's going to be returning on the show as well, coming up here this summer. Love um, it. And uh, we're going to be launching some some new things like we've been talking about, some new platforms to engage with you guys on and you know get to know each other more and build our relationships together uh, and uh, some ways for you to interact with us in some cool gaming uh, mm-hmm. platforms. Um, we're we're going to be getting into that, and you know that Mortal Kombat's going to be involved. Yep. So that being said, Mr. Campbell, I thought it would be appropriate... Uh, I have a special tune I wanted to uh, I wanted to play to close the show this week um, Let's do it And uh, It's been a pleasure Until next week my friend Thanks guys <laughs>